0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, it's Greg Hoffman from Take Command. And the best part about podcasts is they create a 25th hour in the day. Whenever I'm commuting, metro, car, even when I'm riding my bike around town, although in that case, one earphone only, safety kids, It's time to take command with former NFL tight end Logan Paulson and former Commanders beat reporter Craig Hoffman. The Take Command podcast from Odyssey Sports. I'm Craig Hoffman. He is Logan Paulson. It is a film review day, Logan. So we're going to dive deeper into what happened in the 38-31 loss against the philadelphia eagles disclaimer for the start of this podcast we're recording this tuesday morning uh as of right now there are no trades to talk about for the commanders if one happens Uh, We will talk about it uh, on the radio show this afternoon. Uh, The deadline is after. So whether uh, we give you a bonus episode from my show with just me or me and a guest or Logan pops on the show or however we want to do that, we can handle a trade later. But if there's a gigantic Montez Sweat deal that happens or whatever else that could happen, it's not going to be talked about on this podcast uh, because we don't, we don't know what it is <laughs> yet. It's and not also, only,
1: it's not only we film it early. It's like we're earlier than normal filming it because you have stuff to do today. So
0: that is true. That is true. And also the purpose of this podcast is the film review. So we're going to stay focused on that. Okay. With that disclaimer out of the way, Logan, um, we were having probably one of our more heated discussions we've ever had before sure. the show, uh, two reasonable people, reasonable people disagreeing, um, about kind of the story of this game. Um, you are coming at this from your perspective uh, which is someone who played offense for 10 years in the NFL and I think it's a perfectly understandable and in fact like correct uh, stance on kind of what went wrong in this game because multiple things can be true it's just kind of how we weight these things where I look at this from I think a more global view and look at a defense that is really I mean there's no I don't need to parse words like They're playing the opposite of the level that we were hoping. We hope they'd be a top five unit. They are second worst in the league in points allowed and yards allowed. But when you look at like the story of this game, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Like where do you see where the game is won and lost?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think for me it's – it's on the offensive side of the football, and I, and I get what everyone's going to say. Like, the defense didn't play well, and I'm with that. I'm 100% on board. Like, they need to play better. Um, I thought they made plays in, in a broad sense of the term. You know, you get the fumble down in the low red with Cam Crow, and people say, oh, that's a little bit lucky. But I feel like on that one, he kind of made his own luck. Like, he's tackling the ball. He's ripping at it. He does a great job kind of skating by the receiver, tackle for loss in the backfield, tackles the ball, balls out. Great job, right? I think the Tush Push thing, at least from my eye, obviously they the execution by Philly is really high, but I think you get Deron Payne diving at an angle, kind of behind the pile and punching at the ball, and I don't know if that was the plan or if that's something he did on his own. I think the ball at the very least,
0: if he ran into the guard, which is what I thought happened, like you have to actually stop the guard. Like there's got to be a stop of that mass to to make that happen.
1: Yeah, and so I think I really think they just did a, even though that's not excellent you know like you may be a little bit lucky on the tush push i think they made plays i think they had a three and out earlier in the first half good job right and when you're playing the philadelphia eagles and when you watch the philadelphia eagles they are just kind of there's an inevitability to how they play and so i guess my expectation is that Philly's going to make plays and can your defense make enough plays so your offense can win the game and this is a very um kind of analytics 2023 offensive driven perspective but there's no there's, there's not a good enough defense for a good offense. And I know that sounds crazy, and that's a little bit counterintuitive to what a lot of fans think and like traditionally what football looks at. But if the offense is, is playing well, the, the play caller's in his bag, the quarterback's playing well, the receivers are making plays, there's not a whole lot you can do. And when I look at – when I reviewed this film, again, I think the defense can play better. I think they should play better. But in this game, it comes down to Jalen Hurts making plays – and A.J. Brown making plays really is what it comes down to. And you're not going to get stops versus an offense like that, in my opinion, when they're playing that well. Obviously, there's the coverage bust, which is maddening, and that's something that they definitely got to get fixed because you got to make them drive the length of the field. But I look at it, it's 24-24. You have the ball as an offense. You drive down. It's 4-8. and You don't get it. There's three incompletions there that I think probably should be completions. One to Jahan, two to Terry, obviously, that are drops. Like we'll talk about those in a second. They punt the ball. You, your defense comes out, they get a stop in a tied football game. They punt the ball back. You throw an interception. It's 31 24. You get the ball back again. And then you go four and out. And I think that to me is is a very frustrating thing. And I know the I know that's maybe unreasonable, but as an offensive player, I'm like, you have you have the game in your hand the game is there and like as an as an offensive player I remember being in Kyle's meetings and Sean meetings and it's like in this situation like Sean like on Monday if we came back after this game and we lost this game Kyle would be in fits because he knows that it's an offensive driven league and that we should win this game and I go I know that's a very offensive centric perspective but you have the ball twice and you could have gone down and scored and I understand it's a young football player I understand the defense should be better but I just the way I prioritize things and the way I look at football now, those situations as an offense, you need to capitalize on them. and You score points or you need, you need at least to possess the football. So um, I think that's why I feel that way. And again, like, I think the offense did a tremendous job. You know, I thought they did a tremendous job. They looked in rhythm. I thought Sam had a lot of responsibility at the line of scrimmage, which I thought was great. I thought he was identifying matchups correctly. I thought he made some big time throws, all those things. But that that can be true. And also, my frustration with the end of the game and how it played out can also be true. And I think you know, you said on the post game pod that Jahan felt like the team kind of clamped up, and I yeah, felt that they, uh, a little bit. They
0: flinched. That was his word. Yeah.
1: yeah, they flinched, and I felt that a little bit when I was watching. I'm like, here's your opportunity to go seal this game, and and kind of put your clamp on, put put your stamp on it, and say, hey, we're going to go up. We're we're going to go up, thirty one twenty four, and we're going to put Philly in a situation where they got to stress and grind to get back in this game. And we couldn't do it and i think you know how realistic is that i don't know but my expectation as a former player as a play caller now is that that happens like you know when i call I games you. and this and this happened this happened to me last week this is this exact same thing happened, and i am upset about it because when i called this game i didn't execute in those situations i didn't put the guys in a good position to be successful so that's how i think about it and again defense is historically bad all those things but i'm saying if you wanted to win this game The offense had two opportunities to do it, and they couldn't do it.
0: I hear you and I think that like even again if it's not a pick if it's if it's a seven play drive and a punt right. like that's so much better but Sam threw the ball 52 times and he had like four bad throws the entire game you know that's that to me is hard to go back and when, once you kind of zoom out a little bit go like oh yeah how's got to play better like Sam was awesome and we'll get into the how great he was later in the show but you know you talk about the defense making plays they made some but again like the difference in you know, just knocking a ball away versus like making a pick. Like, I don't need more interceptions, more turnovers. What I need you to do is stop having guys moss you every single week, multiple times. Like you just can't, you know, the coverage bus, like, that's an easy one. We talked about it on take five. Like, you got to get communicated. You got to be in the right coverage. You got to you gotta execute, whatever. But, like, Emmanuel Forbes is in position to make a play. Just knock the ball away. Danny Johnson has his arms or has his hand in between Julio Jones's arm in the end zone. You knock that away. Can you turn one of those touchdowns into a field goal? Benjamin St. Juice, the first one to A.J. Brown, I don't know what you do with that one. That's that's one-handed catch. That's sick. Like, what the hell are you going to do with that? But I think that to to look at this and say, all right, you're up 17, 10 at half. Like, you've done some great things defensively. How do you keep that going? And then, you know, even bigger picture, Logan, I know you're, you're zooming in on this, and I'm kind of zooming out. But the Eagles have only put up 30 points twice this year. And it's against this team both times, so I, I do like I hear you that they got going, they found it, they're in a rhythm. Sirianni and, and uh, Brian Johnson are, are clicking. Hurts is playing well; he seems to be really comfortable and seeing the field well. Um, AJ Brown's in his bag. Devontae's doing just enough. Um, all that stuff, but why is it only happening against this team? Like, what what did the Jets do? What did these other teams do to prevent this from happening? And I think especially, and this is super big picture, but with the resources given on that side of the ball compared to the resources deployed on offense, you shouldn't be expecting this offense to have to score 40 to win a game. And that's realistically where they were at, Um, you you know, or 35 to win a game. If you want to say like, okay, well, after the pick, like, what are you supposed to do there defensively? Um, but you know, it's just like this defense is underperforming every other defense against common opponents week in and week out. And eventually you you gotta like I, I think we have to assign blame there and, and say why is this happening and how can they fix it week in and week out, as opposed to just going, how does the offense overcome that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I also think there's a lot of familiarity with between these two teams, and I don't think it's, um, I don't think it's uh, a coincidence that this offense plays really well against Philadelphia too. I think they know each other really well. I think it's like that common opponent thing. Maybe common opponent in division would be a better metric to look at. I'm not sure what that looks like, but um, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I don't disagree with anything you said. Defense has to play better. However, I would, I would just call attention to the fact that like you're zero for three on fourth down. So there's that fourth down conversion you don't get that ends up leading to points for Philadelphia. And I say to myself, like, man, like, you get that, and the game is almost over if you get that for that fourth down conversion where they throw the almost the, – it's the almost interception to Terry with James Bradbury in coverage, very handsy coverage by James Bradbury. But, hey, don't get the call there. That's fine. Um, so that's one. And then the end of game situation, like, say what you want. Like, you, you know, you talk about roster construction, resource allocation. They need to be playing better. I don't disagree with that, but this is this. I'm talking about the game flow in this specific game. You're you're in. You have the ball. You have two opportunities to score, and you sure. don't do it. And one of those, and one of them, is like kind of a catastrophe in terms of the ball is intercepted and you're inside the ten. And so that's the way I look at it. And again, like Sam had an excellent game. I thought. I thought he played really well. I did a lot of really good things offensively. You know, I think they they might have turned a corner here, which is great. But in terms of what's required to win this football game, especially given what the defense had been going against right all day and how they'd been playing, I think that's the other thing. The context of the game is like, you know, offensively that it's going to be very challenging for the defense to stop them. And for whatever reason that is, is that familiarity, is that what whatever it may be. But I just look at it and I say to myself, like, man, like that's tough. And then the, it's and then it's like it's to me, it's almost like there's like a third layer to it in that. You have an opportunity to again tie the football game, but you go four and out inside your own fifteen, and then they score again. And I, I think that 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 whole sequence is just was just a little disappointing for me. And I and totally. and I and I and I, th- and I th- also think it's like correlated that the fact that maybe it is because the defense is struggling. Like you need to support that group offensively better. And is that fair? I don't know. I don't know if I'm not thinking about fair. I'm thinking about what's going to take to win the game. And um, that's what it's going to take to win the game. So, yeah, like, would you like um, Benjamin Zanjews to make a play on one of those? And it doesn't even have to be on one of the touchdowns. Like, can he make a play on that 20-yard out on a third and six in the middle of the first quarter, right? Yeah, that'd be great, make that play. And you don't – it's 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 just tough against that offense. The way Jalen Hurts played in that game – and I, it, the way he played in that game was was very high level. Like, I was very impressed with him. Like, he, always, he never seemed – flustered the offense never seemed flustered in general some of those throws that he was making were awesome um but yeah you'd like to see defense make some plays the one that sticks out to me was the the forbes uh down in like near the tunnel end where yeah. quans the it's two man and quans coming over to help and you really have two guys in the same spot and i'm like man you couldn't one of you guys couldn't uh, Poke the ball out there, or laid a hit, or whatever it right, was. Quan so.
0: takes a really bad angle there. He just kind of takes himself out of the play. Yeah. Forbes just gets, I mean, I said this on First and Ten uh, yesterday to, to start my show, like, I, we can say, you know, we can debate whether Forbes is just too small to play in the league, period, right now. Or he's got to figure out how to play at his size, but he's for sure too small to play A.J. Brown right now. Yeah. Like, there's just not a lot of contact there, and Brown puts him exactly where he wants him and just goes up over the top.
1: Yeah, and I also think. I mean, you got to give credit to AJ Brown yeah, too. Yeah, Bra- I, think I remember, mean, and
0: yeah, Brown's the best receiver in football right now. The last he's pl- seven weeks,
1: he's playing great. Like you know, he's a, he was a good player in Tennessee, um, but yeah, man, that catch in the end zone on St. Juice, like St. Juice is about in as good a spot as you could possibly be, and for him to one hand that, get both feet down, my gosh, like players make plays, I guess. And I, I think when I go back, like when we talked about in the pregame show, like AJ Brown's going to get his the one that's really frustrating to me. Is the coverage bust because you've, yeah, because that's the one you can't let them both get you, and you let right. them both get you, and I think that's the frustrating thing.
0: So, first of all, clean up aisle, Craig stats. Uh, there's two other games where the Eagles have scored 30 this year, uh, they've scored it four. Uh, quick misread by me, uh, including last week against the Dolphins, the other one was against the Vikings in week two, that Thursday night game where the Vikings fumbled 5,742 times. Yeah. Uh, so it hasn't been just against the Commanders, but definitely two of their, their best point outputs of the season have been against Washington when it's all said and done.